Okay, so I paused the movie, but here's what's so interesting to me, right? Because I talk about how it's like a bizarre world, right? And I'm talking about how I'm unplugging from the matrix of everything I've learned, all the programming and the conditioning and the things I've seen and how we interpret or what we think love is. And so here it is. I'm... uh played a clip from this movie and the guy is talking about how he wants to turn himself in because he met this woman and there's some other really you know like heartwarming um things he says in there but I'm like no I'm not gonna you know I'm gonna keep watching the movie but here's what I'm picking up on right in spite of all of the felony record right and him robbing banks and stuff like that. He doesn't harm her. He doesn't abuse her. He's very gentle with her. And when he gets to the point where he realizes that, you know, they're going to come in after him because he did turn himself in. And he actually tried to make sure that, you know, when he removed himself, it was not as painful for her, you know, type of a thing. And just really pouring into her and giving her words of affirmation. And, you know, it could be deceptive, manipulative, you know. And so here it is. Um, I don't want to give too much away of the movie, even though I haven't mentioned it. But he gets to the point where in with him trying to run away, he's like, I need to make sure that you're safe. I don't want them to hurt you. I don't want them to harm you. So it's like, yeah, even, you know, the, the he has his boundaries, you know, understanding that how, how to cherish something like love, right? You, when I think about love for, and it's taking me back to this image, like I even have my hands in front of me. It's like you take it with both hands and you're so gentle with it and you're appreciative of it, right? And even there, he understands that it's not something. So I think even when we talk about this dynamic that we have in the black community where we're like, oh, you know, we'll pick up this person. Yeah, he has 14 warrants. Yeah, he's a God-fearing man. Now he's going to church. Yeah, he's been doing this since 11. Yeah, he's been doing this since 9. Yeah, he spent 20 years in prison. But the difference is, you know, um, they don't take that love and say, wow, you know, this is something special. This is something that I'm going to, you know, hold in high regard and to cherish and to really appreciate it and do everything I can to protect it because it's so hard to find. And, you know, I'm going to keep a 100 with you. Like if I were a felon, listen, and I had a woman take a chance on my badass, right? And I'm not trying to condone that at all, at all. But the what? Don't you think you would say, you know what? Someone who loves me, it's already hard out here, right? And she sees past my flaws. Let me, you know, try to become the best version of myself. 
Always try to put a smile on her face. Always make sure that she feels protected, that she feels provided for, that she never wants for anything because it's so precious, right? And so you can see that contrast. And I, it's just kind of like as I uh, re- reflecting on this, and this is really nice energy to fall asleep in too because it's like unplugging from that matrix where it's like I was conditioned to just be in a culture where we just were so discardable and we, you know, have little to no value. And it's like love is trampled on, it's trodden on, it's just taken for granted. But there are communities, there are people, there are cultures where, you know, it's it's a precious um, component of life. Even to the point where you could be against the world, but you're not against your own partner. Right? I just really like that movie. Like, I, you know, how many? I'm not sure how far. Mm, yeah, I'm not even halfway in. But I just, I, I really like that, you know? <laughs> and like I said, I I am sentimental, so I I will watch a good movie. I like action too. But um, he's you know. And, and it's it's funny. I can probably hear all of the the negative pros and cons and type of thing, but I'm not condoning. This is not a green light for you to be like, well, some podcaster on um anchor. Went and said that, you know, if this guy was really telling me that he loves me, no, 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 don't put your life on the line for it. And, you know, I've been wanting to talk, uh, I don't want to keep this long and I um I want to get back to my movie, but I do want to do a, a separate podcast because I think that we are crossing a critical tipping point where... Um, even when I talk about unplugging from the matrix, I really like this energy that I'm into because I'm shifting to where I, what I desire. And that's a good, healthy place for me to be in terms of um, my happiness and manifesting something new and better and getting a, getting a better understanding. But also, um, I get the sense that somewhere a little bit further down the road when I've done a little bit more inner work um, I can probably get to the point where I can acknowledge that there are few because here's what here's what one thing I noticed um, there's this one woman she's pretty popular on TikTok and her shorts but um I saw her fall into the black male worship. And the thing is, she's not a she's not your typical black male worshiper. But what happened is when the one black guy demonstrated all of the traits that we can can certify are, you know, make a good character, she just fell right into black male worship and but what caught me what was so interesting about experiencing that was that she was saying things like oh you don't hear other men talking like this and i was like no wait 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 i do and she's like you it's very rare that you talk to people like this and i'm like no i've talked to people like this 
you know, in the last three to six months, I would say on average two to three times a week. But the problem is, you know, I don't know if you might have caught it. She was imprinting all of this on the one, you know, black male. But if you if you start to un, un, uh, unplug from that matrix, there's men out there that are emotionally available. There are men out there who like to be protectors and providers. There are men out there who value marriage. There are men out there who value family, have family values. I promise you I've talked to them. There are men out there who love their health, value their health. Right? There are men out there who take pride in, you know, like even one of the, the um I like to share um and he has a he has a girlfriend, so but he um the the banker guy, right? Spends time with his daughter. Right? And just the whole gentleman process of introducing to the daughter and spending time with her and it was nice because he, you know, he shared some conversations with me about, you know, what it's like to raise a daughter type of a thing. And you can tell that he cares. And one of the things, too, like even when I talk about how it's unfortunate because in in the culture that I'm coming from, right, it's this whole thing of we make these jokes about, you know, uh, hmm, I'm not going to repeat that one, but but um, XYZ took um, black men at the home, right? And unfortunately, we we that's that's all we know. That's all we know. So when I'm unplugging from it and re reimmersing myself into into healthier environments, even on Maury, something as toxic as Maury, you have this white guy saying, "I'll I'll be my damn justified if I'm ever taken out of my kids' lives." I've got to be in my kids' lives. I don't care if I have to be with you, but I love my kids. Those are my kids, and I'm going to be in their lives, damn it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, yeah. There's people out there that love their kids. There's people that you're going to have to fight tooth and nail to take them away from their kids. There's people out there that, you know, I remember there was another one actually on Maury that was talking about, um, he's like, I don't care. That is still, you know, we, we have uh, conversations in, in the black community about, you know, what is a stepfather and that type of thing. I'm a big proponent of blended families. You know, if you have children, just get with a woman that has children and you know, you can be a step step parent to those kids too. But, you know, um, this guy, and he's not from the black community. He was saying, you know, I was there when she took her first steps. I taught her how to ride a bike. I'm there when, you know, I come home. She, you know, and that's who I come home to. And I love, you know, that that's my first daughter, even though she's not biologically mine. Right. So there are people out there who speak this language. There are people that have a healthier, I think, understanding of of 
you know, things outside of themselves, right? And these are all men, right? So it's just a matter of, of kind of like, um, I, I, like I said, I'm going to, and then I'll close out. I really, really like the difference that I'm in. I'm glad that I committed, you know, October 1st, I'm going to unplug from the matrix. Got a little bit bumpy. I still, you know, sometimes I still get kind of sucked in a little bit, but I'm making it intentions every day to really wean myself off of it. And, um, it's giving me clarity to just shift my focus to the things, like I said, that I've always desired, you know, and, um, I'm happy with, I'm, you know, I can feel myself going to the next level, you know, and so the whole point of this segment was, yeah, there's, there's, there's healthy, um, masculines out there, right, and so that the, the, you don't want to fall into the same trick where you're just going off of skin color, right? Because that got us in trouble in the first place. You don't want to go from like, I only date black guys to now I only date white guys. No, you know. And and so I've even mentioned like, I'm kind of gentle on myself too, because I think I did pretty good, you know, but I, I can get better at, at better identifying uh, um a quality type of man, right? So I was just basically desiring like strawberries or or like gala apples and I was in the blueberry bin. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, yeah, they're both fruits, but what you really want is an apple. Yes, blueberries are fruits, but you really want to like walk down the aisle a little bit more and then kind of reposition yourself and then go for the apples or I love granny smith apples right so it's like I've been like oh you know what let me get a fruit and it's like well there's bananas there's avocados yes avocado is a fruit um there's you know blueberries and mangoes and kiwis you know um type of a thing but all I've ever stuck to is bananas you know and it's like, well, describe what you really want. I'm like, well, I and like I said, I really love Granny's with apples. So this really would be me describing exactly what I want, right? And it's like, tell me your favorite fruit. And like I mentioned, there's all these different fruits, but I really like the crunch of the apple. I really like how it's like sweet and tart at the same time. And... Um, I like that I can eat it with like peanut butter and raisins and um, I like the size of the Granny Smith apples. I like that I can keep them for quite a bit of time and keep them refrigerated too and they taste so good. Like I'm actually kind of drooling a little bit. And But the thing is, I'm not really a banana person. I'm not really not a banana person to be quite honest. They get mushy, they start to smell I don't like the brown spots. I couldn't tell you how many times I got in trouble when I was a kid because they would kind of like get, even though they're supposed to get sweeter, the older they get, I just, right? Just, so, and I know they're good for you, right? And I would try to put them in my smoothies and that type of thing. But truth be told, not really the biggest fan of bananas, you know? 
So it's kind of like, okay, just move to another bin, you know, and, and explore what else is out there, right? Because it's almost like when you think about children and their food tolerances and trying to make sure that they get all their nutrients, same thing too. Like, I mean, if I had children and they don't like bananas, I'd be like, that is definitely my son or my daughter. Okay. Let me go see if they like watermelon, kiwi, um, Granny Smith apples, different flavors of apples. Um, if they like other types of, of stuff or if it's, they need potassium or magnesium, you know, like banana or mangoes or, you know, just other stuff. They might like blueberries, strawberries, right? But I know not to, um, keep them confined. It's like, even when you think about how we raise our children, you know, um, I know it can be hard and I've never had to do meal planning for a picky child. Right. But, um, if, if you're really looking at what are the things, the nutrients that they need, you're not going to be trying to like beat them over the head to eat, you know, something they don't like. You understand that they need calcium, potassium, magnesium, zinc, selenium, chlorophyll, vitamin A, vitamin D, omegas, you know, all of that stuff. And then you just keep switching it up until you find out what they what they like. So anyways, let me get off of here. I'm not coming back on here until tomorrow night. If I need to, I will write it down on a little notepad on my phone and I'll record tomorrow night. But yeah, we are done, children.